Transistor Radio, a story thus far podcast that's broadcasting everything trans. I'm your transistor, Athena. I'm Erin. Erin's a little tired today. <laughs> She's had a long day. I've had a day. <laughs> yeah. Also, on unrelated news, this is the first time I've done the intro without looking at our show notes that says the intro... Like oh, verbatim. God. So uh, self self accomplishment right that. there. I feel I feel accomplished. I've done something today. Um, anyway, oh so with that out of the way, our topic today is we're calling it the first day. Um, but as of today, Aaron and I have both had our first days full time out in the world. Um, so that's what we're talking about. I'm in the professional world, technically. Yeah, well, like, which is the last one that we were waiting on, really. Yeah, and that's why, like, I would say this is kind of your first day full, yeah. like, like a hundred percent. It's my day to day life now. It's not yeah. what it used to be. Yeah, so. there's no. You never have to get up in the morning and pretend to be someone you're not just to go to work. Exactly. Anymore. That's exactly that's the thing that we are accomplishing today, and that's what we're <laughs> going to talk about. Because Aaron, you've finally done it. I have done it, and so we can kind of talk about what our first days were like. I did it, like, an hour ago. <laughs> yeah. I can't... My first day was March of 2017, so I can't guarantee I'm going to remember the first day or the first week, but I will cover the first-ish, whatever that works out. <laughs> the first-ish. That's my favorite <laughs> yeah. time unit, is first-ish. It's first-ish, yeah. So who wants to go first? I am going first so I can sleep in the Athena story. <laughs> hey, no sleep. <laughs> Not sleeping, but you know. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I've been really vague about this up until now for security reasons, but I can tell you some details that are relevant. So I work in the education system, and that's pretty much all you need to know outside of the fact that I have a specialization that requires that in order for me to have students, I recruit. That's all the info I can give out. Texas is a state that takes 15 hours to cross lengthwise and 15 hours across to cross vertically. So just <laughs> that's all you need to know um with today uh we had what is called an open house which if you've been in the public education system or if you've gone into a university they even have them there it's a first experience for parents and staff to get to know each other and students and stuff um well because transitioning in the education system is difficult, uh, to say the least, because you're not just dealing with uh, people who are contractually bound to be uh, appropriate, um, <laughs> I chose to move locations, like I mentioned in our last episode about coming out and all that at work. And the new location that I've been at has been wonderful. I, I love these people. I'm so happy with the new staff that I get to know and meet. I've already made some LGBT friends, Yay. which is awesome. Um, but when it comes to this place, it's a place that has historically not had my area. Well, no, it had it and then it lost it but that was in like the 70s. So it's it's not had it for a very, very long time. Um, and when I came out, the people that were down in the central hub of how things are run in the town, and the, well, I guess more than the town, uh, they kind of looked at things and go, we've been wanting to do this for like five years. 
And this is kind of like the perfect opportunity to do that. So, hey, Aaron, we're starting a thing here and we're going to start a thing here. And we're going to start a thing here and you're going to have to recruit for it. Go. <laughs> so today was my first day interacting with uh, students, parents, as they were coming in a full over a hundred, over two or three or four hundred maybe of people coming in. And I put on my most professional dress that I have, which is not much. It's it's nice, you know, it, khaki, blazer, professional office woman, you know. <laughs> and um, I get up there and get all set up. I have little flyers to pass out. Uh, but there is one thing. I'm double booked today. I'm at multiple locations. So... I need to be at one location for like three hours, then another location for like two hours, and then I need to go back to the first location for an hour, back to the other location for an hour. It, it's weird, but hmm. it's how it worked. So uh, everything was like actually great and normal, and I felt, aside from the fact that I was dressed and comfortable in my own skin, the act of doing this meet and greet kind of thing was identical to how it was whenever I was presenting mail. Except, you know, I loved how I looked. I felt more confident in how I looked. I was happy with everything. And I could be a lot more genuine with the people there. Um, I got to meet so many new uh, people, people that I never like would have seen. I probably wouldn't have, I, actually I take that back. I'm probably a hell of a lot more outgoing now because I'm so secure in who I am. Yeah. Um, I would definitely like take a little flyer because I have to basically recruit everybody from my class and anybody that I don't get the word out to, you know, they won't know. I mean, they'll tell them, but you know, those first days where it's like, here's 50,000 words I'm saying to you and they're all coming down to go meet people. They will say, hey, go join this org, or we have a new org, this thing that hasn't been here for however many years. Try it. And they'll go, yeah, where the fuck is my first class? Um, mm -hmm. So they'll go through that whole business. And I would not approach people necessarily. I might wave or smile or whatever, but uh, for this time, I felt a hell of a lot more happy just like taking a flyer and going, hey, try this. Hey, let's do this. Hey, try uh, this little class. It's brand new. We're doing this. And I got to be a little businesswoman. Um, Yay! Selling my stuff. And it just felt so nice to be able to interact on, on that real genuine level. Not feeling like I was super self-conscious of how I looked. Not feeling like... I was uncomfortable with my body, period. Um, I, I just loved it. But there, there were two instances <laughs> that happened an hour and a half ago that were interesting. So I said I moved locations. I had been in my previous location for about, oh, a number of years. Um, long enough that I had seen people come and go. Well, I found one of them. <laughs> um, I was sitting in the hall with my little booth. I had my flyers. I had my decorations. I was sitting in a chair because my feet hurt a lot. <laughs> a lot. They still hurt a lot. 
Ow. Um, <laughs> and I saw something that was, it was like one of those things where you're, you think you know this person, but you, you don't. So I look up in the first instance of this, I look up and see what I swear was an exact, like the, I, I legitimately texted this person because I thought it was their th sister, like coming down from a different state in my school for literally no reason. It was that close. And, uh, <laughs> I, I, I texted and was like, where is your sister right now? And they're like, they're in like Georgia. What are you talking about? I was like, I swear there's somebody who looks exactly like them, like standing five feet from me right now. And I don't know. It was so freaky weird. And so after that, I was kind of like, ah, whatever. Anybody else I see is, is not, and I'm fine. Nobody knows me. The entire point I moved was so that I could transition without having a bunch of public stink, you know? <laughs> mm -hmm. um, so time passes and I have my information on the little handouts because people need to contact me and they take a look at my last name and somebody goes oh Miss Victoria are you uh, Mr. Victoria's wife <laughs> and I kind of froze for a second it, it was my dead name really and so they they were like, because uh, she, and they pointed to the student, has a sister who went through uh, his class for like three or four years. Oh, God. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. God, that's terrifying. And they, and you guys have the exact same name. And you even kind of look alike. <laughs> and I fucking panicked and freaked because the entire point of me being at location was so I wouldn't be outed to the public and here I am with somebody who knows me or at least knows somebody who knows me and so in my little panic state I said oh uh he's my cousin he had to move um <laughs> and they they bought it whatever and then they moved on that is a pretty good cover story in my opinion right it worked really well because I, uh I would not have thought of that <laughs> I'm good at improv because like five minutes later, one of my old fucking students shows up. Oh my God. Literally my kid, I put them through this class and they didn't see the name on the paper at first. They went through and saw it eventually, but they were like, oh, I wanted to have this here. But when I moved here, they didn't have it. Hey, do you know uh, Mr. Such and Such at this school? Because you two kind of look sort of alike and you laugh the same. And I was like, oh at that God. point, I was fully bought in. I was like, yeah, he's my cousin. Uh, he had to move. And so I came over here. So the old place is actually a, uh, a half time there and half time in another place. And now we're starting one here because I never had one. So half here, half there. And so I'm kind of picking up where he left off. And they're like, that's so cool. I, I hope you're not insulted by me thinking you guys have, like, the same laugh and everything. And I was like, no, I'm not insulted. <laughs> I'm really That's pleased fine. to be alone. And then they signed up and left. And I was like, oh, my God, why? So with that little moment of panic, I'm afraid that I'm going to run into their family who knows me, too, because I worked with them for so long. Uh, yeah. And then funny enough, another person I knew 
showed up and was like, oh, I want to sign up because I got kicked out at my last uh, place. And I was like, uh, what? And then they go on to tell me about a story that I had another teacher tell me about with the students. And when I came to observe, I was presenting mail. I looked totally different that we would literally never have interacted in any other way, except that I saw them doing the things in this class and they were just telling me about this and this and this and that blah 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 blah. this is the student that i just met today and i'm sitting there going oh really uh-huh yeah wow really okay well we'll talk and i'm in my head i'm going you're a liar you're a liar you're a liar you're a liar <laughs> oh my god because i i watched them do this stuff and i'm like nope you're nope nope that's not how that happened that's not what you said that's not what you did nope nope <laughs> so that was a funny thing that happened <sighs> that's interesting yep <laughs> that is god i can't even imagine that i would have a, i would freak out if that had happened and i needed to be quiet about it i i would have like been on the spot like oh shit oh shit oh shit so i was it felt <laughs> like time fucking slowed down like it was Oh God! It was that kind of sound effect. <laughs> Which can I just like say that was fucking cool what I just did? I'm proud of that. That was that was mouth. a fucking phenomenal sound effect. <laughs> Holy shit! You should be a beatboxer. <laughs> Hans Zimmer, hire me for beats. your movie soundtracks. Oh my god. So, you know, I got wait, I got to know cuz nobody ever asked this and everyone always says like you're supposed to ask about this. What? What was the mouth feel like? <laughs> Sorry, I nobody make... talking about the mouth feel. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> Oh. <laughs> ContraPoints, if you don't know, it's a YouTube channel that is queer-friendly. It's whatever. Um, God. Oh, also, I found out another person that I used to work with. Uh, actually, I could. I don't think I mentioned this. Somebody else that I worked with also moved to this new location that I'm part-time at. Uh, mm -hmm. But one is I used to work with like this is back in college and they recognized me instantly and they outed they oh wow kind of outed me to the other staff who was like touring me around and then they were like oh uh and then they were kind of chill after that it's not like they were bad they were just like excited to see me and then they shouted yeah. my dead name because you know i had taught them in certain things and yeah uh but i found another person today who i didn't recognize <laughs> i felt really bad oh my God. i felt really bad because they knew and they're from the staff of people who would probably know. Like, I I uh, I came out on Facebook last episode. We mentioned it, and so they would have they would have at least known from that. Um, <clears throat> but I didn't know they were at this location. I thought I had a totally other person to meet. And they came up to me and they're like, "Aaron, hi, Miss Victoria." And I was like hello are you one of the people i need to meet and have yet to meet here because i know like the the front office people and that's it <laughs> and they're like uh no it's me and then <laughs> it was like uh, uh. <laughs> it's like i need a name here buddy and he was like here's my first name the name that literally nobody fucking calls him by the way <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, I'm sorry, I don't 
remember you. And he's like, oh, it's me, Mr. A, from, you know, this office at this school that you worked at last year. And I was like, oh, my God, why didn't you say that? <laughs> I wanted to sh- fucking shake him. I was so mad. It's like... It's like you made me so much more awkward. And then when I said it, I saw his face. Like I'm I'm that bad. I'm bad with names. I'm terrible with fucking names. Oh my god, I'm awful with names. <laughs> I I can't like I literally have gotten in the habit of like like my my speech structure is organized around the fact that I usually don't know people's names. There are people I've been playing Magic the Gathering with for years where I'm like, hey, how's it going? How are you? And when we're playing the game, I'm like, hey, you, how's it going? Oh my God. <laughs> and I'll just like call them, hey, you, what's up? <laughs> it's good, right? And I, I avoid their name as much as possible because I don't remember it. <laughs> it's awful. That's so funny. Um, but yeah, I, I ran into him and <laughs> I felt bad. I, I, like once it, once it kind of clicked, I was like, oh, I didn't know you were here. And it was like, yeah, I got moved here this year too. <laughs> and I was like, okay, <laughs> cool. So literally nobody in my field uh, even slightly considers me as stealth. Awesome. Great. (laughs) So that was kind of shitty, but uh, Mm. my other location is all right. I think there's the head people and that's it. Okay. And the Mm. one person I've told (laughs) who is also LGBT and has had to have their own struggles with that at this place. So, yeah. Mm. So overall, that's that's kind of the gist of it. it. Was like it was it was pretty easy going. I had a really nice confidence boost the entire time. Oh, except for the fact that uh, this is my fault. I thought I had to have a room ready, like for this, like most other people. But I needed a booth. I prepared for both, <laughs> but I wasn't sure which that's one good. I needed. And so we set up a t- uh, like a little table by the front entrance, and I recruited there, and it worked. Mm. But okay. That was a pretty smooth day until the last fucking hour. <laughs> yeah. Hmm. <clears throat> well, okay. Huh. So, overall, it sounds like it did go pretty well, minus the 45 minutes where you were improvising a story. <laughs> yeah. The, the worst part of Has it there... was my feet. Like, that hurt. They still hurt so bad. Yeah. I need better work shoes. It is, in- it is interesting that the worst part of your day was something that would have been the worst part of your day regardless like it wasn't anything related to you being trans or anything like that it was just your feet hurt i know you know what that's a good i didn't think about that <laughs> yeah i i'm kind of proud of that <laughs> that's a good thing like that's a good that is a good problem it's because it's not really a problem right it's like you've made it to the point where you're just back to normal everyday concerns not right. like are people going to figure out where I came from, where I went, where did I come I from? I fucking knew it. <laughs> the, second, the second you said the first bit, I was like, God fucking damn it. Every time I say that, I can't not go further. I'm always like, where, if I go, where did you come from? I always have to finish it. Fucking God. Uh-uh. <laughs> But you are right. This cotton eyed Joe. <laughs> Joanne. Excuse me, that's cotton eyed Jane now. <laughs> that's cotton eyed. <laughs> uh, 
yeah, I know that that's that's pretty different from how my experiences went because because um, you have the the different in situation of you literally were like at an entirely new location with new people. So it's not like you showed up to work the next day just different yeah everyone had to deal with it because that public element is in there um we can control to an extent how the uh the staff interact with me like we obviously have human resources or i have higher ups aside from that to go to but we have an added element that is like imagine if every day a retail customer and their children were there to interact with you on a day-to-day basis and they determined your job and they had complete yeah. control over your job like that and more specifically it's like it's like this it's like five it's like the regulars are there because they're just there every mm-hmm. day it's not even it's not even like a, a retail job where you might see the same person once every week it's like you see them literally every day that too plus you have the strangers that aren't in your group like the ones that you never see and yeah stuff and stuff i heard that it was really rude not about me but I'm sure it's going to happen because uh, (laughs) I'm strict. Um, (coughs) But, yeah, like, it's so... That that element is really different. And that was the part that I feared the most. Because I I wasn't afraid of other co-workers. But the thing that drove me to really move locations a little bit was that coming in the next... That idea of coming in the next day. Because um, when I had to go and turn in keys to the old place, uh, I got an incident that was, how are you boys doing? And thank you, sir, and all that. And I was fully present. I, I was dressed almost literally the exact same as I was today. Um, and yeah. part of that is, I don't really know. I, I don't know how they know. I don't know if they even knew a name, but the fact that they were like intentionally forcing gendered language in there just shows me that. A, I made the right choice, and B, fuck those people. <laughs> like, I would yeah. not want to work with them, period. Yeah. It, that's the kind of situation I was hoping to avoid by moving, period. Um, but the public element is also a really high bonus, so. Yeah, yeah, that makes a lot of sense. It is interesting because in many ways, I mean, not to everyone, but in, in a lot of ways, you are now stealth. Yeah. You are now just, just yeah. you, which is a, an experience I've never particularly had um so i that's interesting um because it just sounds like i mean were there any major differences because you are trans that like you wouldn't have experienced otherwise like if if aside from your name and your your gen like being comfortable in how you present and the last 45 minutes of your day is there anything that happened today that wouldn't have happened four years ago or whatever i mean aside from the kids that i met no i'm i am and that was i guess that's kind of my goal is that for work i want to be stealth because the second that i'm not stealth with these people that i'm working with like not the staff but you know the second that i'm not stealth it becomes a political thing and Mm -hmm. i can't do my job effectively and then i have people actively hunting to hurt me um (laughs) And that is purely the only reason I'm stealth. I'm not stealth with friends. I'm not stealth with staff even. Like, they know I'm trans. If if I like them and I trust them, they know I'm trans. Um, And 
it, it's kind of a hard game to play because coming out on Facebook, I was like, is this going to cause me problems down the road? And I was like, well, I make a coming out post and everybody who knows me now knows I'm not friends with anybody that I'm really work with, uh, but they can know too. So I'm just going to post this a week later. I did exactly what I said. I completely privatized that old account. It is archived, so to speak. You can only see it if uh, you are previously a friend. <laughs> yeah. And uh, there's there's really no way to hunt up that old post, so it can't totally come back to bite me unless people like screenshot it or something. Um, yeah. And even then, what are they gonna do? Like, because <laughs> the name yeah. now is all different and whatever. But it's it's almost freeing, like. Being stealth to an extent is just like, this is how I've been wanting my life to go forever. <laughs> like, it yeah. is literally, I am just living as a woman, and that's it. Like, all the struggles are, I am not a, I am, I am not <clears throat> somebody who's having to hide something. I am not somebody who's having to fake who they are or what they like or what they uh, can say to some people. I mean, context is always there, but not. I'm not having yeah. to fake an interest in sport ball and knives and watches and shit just so that <laughs> people think I pass as male when I am not male. <laughs> so, yeah. or that idea of masculinity that I don't know. <laughs> so. Yeah that that weight off my shoulders is just so so nice and I genuinely feel like my ability to work is going to fucking skyrocket <laughs> that's phenomenal that's so awesome I am so happy it went so well <laughs> so tell us about your first experience yeah so mine is like a hundred million percent different I mean I guess the end result wasn't that different um but because my coming out at work was literally i came out in a staff meeting and like i wasn't changing jobs i wasn't switching staff teams i was staying in the same literally at the same desk um i i it was just i went home dead name i came in athena that was the change i think it it didn't even change over a weekend. Like we had the staff meeting on like a Tuesday or a Wednesday and then I came in the very next day. So it was just literally like halfway through the week and then switch. And I remember because it was the week it was the week of my birthday because the because I think it was a Wednesday because my my uh niece goes over to her um my my sister is divorced and lives with my family. So my niece goes over to my sister's ex's house on Wednesdays and Thursdays. My birthday was a Friday, so we were doing my birthday celebration on a Friday. And so I switched. Tuesday was my last day as dead name. Wednesday was my first day as Athena. And then Wednesday, Thursday, Friday was my birthday. So it was literally like the middle of a week. Happy birthday, it's a girl. <laughs> <laughs> yes, it was. It was awesome. It was nice to like switch at work and then have like a birthday celebration. I spent my first birthday as Athena. It was it was wonderful. We mm -hmm. did uh, Qdoba at home for my birthday celebration. 
fucking phenomenal. So you bought Qdoba and no, took it home? No, we homemade <laughs> Qdoba recipes. Okay. It, you made with the exception of queso. <laughs> well, except like we looked up uh, their cilantro lime rice. Like, okay. like we looked up okay, their recipe fair. for that. Getting signature meals up, from the restaurant. Yeah, we looked up their their method of making chicken. We looked up their method of making, okay. like, we made their salsas, <laughs> that sort of stuff. So, like, we, we tried to do that. We also, the only stuff we bought store, like, like from Qdoba was their queso, because they have no fucking idea how they make queso. Um, and then... <laughs> it's probably arguably the easiest thing on their menu well, to make. Like, I don't know like, how to fucking You have this. to get, like, the taste right and... <laughs> so we just bought their Okay, that so. is fair. And then we also got their tortilla chips because their chips are fucking fabulous. Um, so I don't there think you I've go. had them, actually. Their tortilla chips are phenomenal. Super recommend them. Anyway, this is not trans food <laughs> podcast. This is a thing. Transistor radio. Just writing that idea down. Need it. Happened in my life. Need a, need a trans food podcast. We just can call it do- trans fats. <laughs> <laughs> Yes. <laughs> yes. I laughed so hard my headphones fell off. We need to do this. Next story thus far podcast after we get the other two up. TM, 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 TM. TM, 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 trademarked. Copyrighted. Trans fat. But wait, that means we have to be fat. Shit. Oh, no. Anyway. Yes. Anyway, so. Point. So. Because of that experience of going from one day to the next, it was kind of weird. Well, actually, it was super weird because so first off, like the the first thing that was different was I suck at makeup and I still suck at makeup and I sucked at putting on makeup and I was slow and I was bad. So my first day makeup is terrible or was terrible and it took way too long. And so, like, I got there late, and for the next few weeks, I was running, I was always, like, a little late, um, because I was not used to getting ready as a woman. Because, like, literally, it was, like, two weekends ago, this had all just been a harebrained scheme, and then two weeks later, it was a full-time officially. Um, And then also, like, I expected a very different reaction than I got. Um, Like, walking into work, no one cared. Like, my team was phenomenal. The The team that I worked with was awesome. They were super sweet and friendly. They all, like, supported me. Like, it was basically, like, having a collection of, like, great friends or, like, like family members who were like, you are you can do this. Like, it's great. So they were just wonderful people. Um, you had personal little fox potatoes that were telling you you can do the thing. <laughs> exactly, I did. You need to I include had... that image in the notes. Oh, my God. I keep uh, hitting my mic. <laughs> I will see if I can include that. If I can't include the image, just Google tiny fox tato that will be using you and you will understand what Aaron and I are talking about. You know, it's a homework assignment. You need to go and Google that because it's better Besides, to find it on it, your own. It's the best motivational poster. The Let's be best. Um, anyway, so like my team, my my like team that I actively worked with knew, but no one else really did. Um, like my boss said you can tell everyone if you want to but we don't feel that's necessary just show up to work presenting yourself and it'll be fine yeah that was Um, actually similar to how mine did yeah so i didn't have to tell everyone so i didn't so only my team my direct team that was part of the team meeting knew um so like i expected people to say something but they didn't 
Um, I guess also our IT guy knew because he had to switch my name and stuff over. Um, but literally, it was just show up to work. Um, it was like any old day at work. I was super nervous and terrified, but no one cared. No one changed anything. Um, well, I mean, like, they changed names and, and pronouns, but it wasn't like they stopped talking to me because they didn't like what I was doing with my life or had to lecture me. If anything, like, it actually made me closer to some of the workers because yeah. a lot of the people in that office were female workers, and I noticed after going full-time that they started to talk to me more, so I had more conversations with people in general. Um, and just all around, it was it was a very, like, positive experience because I think what I needed more than anything was for it to not be weird. Like, I was so nervous and worried that it was going to, to change things and upset things, and I was freaking out about it. Um, like, I mean, it was a big life change. Uh, and I I was expecting it to go badly, and then it was just a normal day at work. Everything was fine. That's so nice. Um, it was super nice. Um, but I was, I was much more nervous. I was much more aware. Obviously, everyone in that office knew I was trans. There's no hiding it when you literally transition in an office. Right. And... They all are there for it, basically. Um, There's popcorn. So, you can get a yeah. bunch of crunch and not put it in the popcorn, <laughs> Athena. No, bunch of crunch belongs in popcorn. Sometimes it's really good by itself. Popcorn is really good by itself, but sometimes you just gotta have both. No. Also, this is a conversation we had off the podcast, isn't it? Maybe. <laughs> podcast listeners, she had never tried bunch of crunch with popcorn, and I told her to try it. She tried it. She didn't like it. Sorry, we're catching you up on our personal messages. I tried it, okay? You cannot. <laughs> I tried, therefore no one can criticize me. <laughs> that's not That's not how that... It's not how any of this works. <laughs> that's not... <laughs> anyway. Um, one interesting thing that happened was... Um, I got a lot... Uh, the IT guy who worked there, I'm... I don't know for sure, but given the fact that he wore pride shirts and... Um, was generally like very supportive. He came off like he never said anything about it on work, but he did come off. I, I'm, I feel like I had a conversation with him about it, and he, I know he went to Pride uh, with some people, and I think he may have talked about having a boyfriend at once. So like he never outright told me I'm gay, but I'm, I'm pretty sure he was gay. But like he and I got much closer, and we had many more conversations after that. Yeah, um, which was nice. So it, it was interesting because the worst part of that experience was actually my own fear of doing it. Um, and everyone ultimately was very friendly, very nice about it. And so being full-time at work was next to no issue. Um, being full-time at home, because for me, again, like I never presented part-time. I went from nothing to 100%. So dead name me just vanished on, on that Tuesday. And on that Wednesday, to everyone in my life, I was Athena. And so my family switched over almost instantly because they knew it was coming. Um, but I, I went full time to everyone. Friends switched over, but ultimately there were next to no repercussions. Um, I had mostly positive, almost like I had so many positive experiences that I can't think of any negative ones. Um, heck, I went to go get lunch that Wednesday at a Qdoba and everything was fine. Everyone was like, How, what can I get you, ma'am? It's okay, ma'am. Here's this, whatever, all that. Like nothing nothing changed that except that still has not gotten old yet by the way being called ma'am and yeah. miss <laughs> it just saying having been here for a year and a half it still hasn't gotten old i love it it's, it's so it's the best feeling in the world it's so validating <sighs> i love it it is yeah so 
it, it was inter- my experience was mundane which is i think the opposite of what i expected but kind of what i needed um it was terrifying to use the bathroom the first time but because the office i was working at was generally very supportive and everyone there was friendly and okay with me being trans no one in the office who knew i was trans cared that i was using the women's restroom and no one outside of my office because like the way the office was set up we didn't have a bathroom in the office so the office was in like a complex area like an apartment building but for offices is the best way to think about it um and so like i would leave the workspace that was for that company to go use the restroom that belonged to the um facility as a whole and people outside of the company that i worked for because the company that i worked for had security measures in place um since it was dealing with um like people's personal information um like no one ever saw me outside of that office except to go use the bathroom so people outside in the general complex didn't care because they didn't know um and so overall like even though i was incredibly nervous about it it was it never came up it was never a thing um everyone was just super sweet super friendly and it was smooth that's so awesome yeah uh I didn't think about bathrooms. With our stuff, we have staff bathrooms, and you're supposed to use those because liability. And so, mm-hmm. like, that was my talk. I did get, like, a little uncomfortable during a talk at one point because they said you can't use the girls' restroom. And I was like, um, I'm going to use the restroom that doesn't get me outed and killed. And they're like, no, 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 no. Don't use a student's restroom. I was like, isn't that standard policy anyway? He goes, I know. But just a reminder, this is an especially, especially sensitive subject, given the context. And I was like, I know. Mm. I'm still only using the staff restroom. And they go, okay, that's fine. <laughs> because most of our staff restrooms are single use anyway. We don't have like a big communal yeah. uh, sit and shit area. Like... <laughs> <laughs> so... <laughs> Sorry. Oh my god. <laughs> There's no like little teacher circle of bathrooms where we go and worship some apple or pencil. Like it's just a single it could be gender neutral bathroom. You're still like dying at sit and shit, aren't you? <laughs> no, you said where we go worship an apple and pencil. And I was like, where the fuck did that come from? <laughs> Is this some teacher exclusive cult where like the pencil reigns supreme and the apple is its great subordinate? Is this why you always want apples as a present as a teacher? I'm, sorry, that's I'm having, I'm having some serious existential crises. I'm sorry, that's classified. <laughs> you know too much. Please continue. <laughs> Great. Well, this has been a fun podcast, everyone. I'm gonna go off and be putting it in, in a camp where I can't tell anyone. No, anything. no, no. We just call it detention. Um. <laughs> oh my gosh. Apparently, I get funny when I'm tired. <laughs> Apparently. Woo! Okay, all right. Well, sorry, audio <laughs> listeners. I just peaked my microphone like 95 uh, times in a fucking minute. 
That's why I said sorry, audio listeners, when we're just a podcast and have no video. No, no, there's an FBI agent here too. Don't forget them. (laughs) (laughs) Hope you're enjoying your daily donut, Carl. I know you like the jelly. I saw the receipt in my yard. (laughs) Donuts are so good. games all the donuts oh okay all right all right continue what were we saying (laughs) bathroom stories communal bathrooms or staff bathrooms are single use use. they are gendered still which i find stupid because having both used a male restroom staff and a women's restroom staff like the difference is sometimes there's a waste basket which is weird because sometimes there's not and i don't know like do you Whatever. <laughs> it's whatever. <laughs> that is a thing. Speaking of bathrooms, um, women's bathrooms are way nicer. I don't know if you've noticed this, but I have noticed this, which is in all the women's bathrooms I've used, because I've gone, obviously, like, this isn't true at Walmart, just so we're clear. <laughs> Walmart's the same on both sides, equally shitty. Um, but, like, I went to... Um, like the bathroom at my the the office I worked at first, um, my old company, the men's bathroom, you would walk in, it it smelled like everyone was taking a shit at the same time, um, and literally the, it, this happened twice. I found I went to go use the bathroom and there was semen in the toilet, yeah. um, so that was that was fun. Um, I go into the women's bathroom for the first time, and there's an air freshener, so it smells lovely, usually. Um, And then, on top of that, there's literally, like, a chair in the bathroom for you to sit on in case you have to wait for a stall. That's awesome. Like, there... It was so much nicer. And then... Okay, so this was another experience. Um, I went to my... So... Back when I was a good Christian boy, which was none of those words were true about me, um, <laughs> I used to go to a church, and that church is the one that my mom teaches preschool at. So my mom still works at that church, or still worked at that church. I think she's officially retired. Um, but I was meeting everyone there. My family still goes to that church. I was meeting them there so we could all go get dinner afterwards. I wasn't going to church, I was just meeting them. And so I had to use the bathroom. So I walk in. So I walk into this church that I used to go to constantly. I've been in the men's bathroom. I'm, now I'm going to the women's bathroom. There's literally like two sofas, a sitting chair with a footrest, and a table that you has magazines on it. Like, the men's restroom is literally urinals, some stalls, and some sinks. And here there's a fucking seating area with like a nice rug too. Just in the bathroom. Oh I'm pretty sure that's in... Uh, it's like straight out of an episode of Boy Meets World. I don't know what that is. I don't know. What? It was like the I, biggest fucking like tween show. I didn't watch a lot of tween shows. It ran because... for like 400 years. My family never had cable. Corey and Topanga got married and had children. <laughs> <laughs> they started in middle school. Oh my God. Uh, yeah, I never, I've never seen it. Oh my god. Nope. Fanny! Yeah. Oh my god. 
Okay, I'm done. So anyway, <laughs> women's bathrooms almost universally better, except at Walmart, where they still suck. <laughs> things I have learned. I was saying, I don't understand why there's not always, like, a wastebasket right by the women's toilet. That makes no fucking sense. The only reason that makes any possibility of that happening is that if the person who is cleaning and setting that bathroom up is a man. <laughs> so... <laughs> That's a good point. Yeah. Well, that was another thing I noticed. And obviously in women's restroom, there's disposal. Like in every stall, there is a disposal for feminine products. So that was the thing I learned. You know about that. Also, by the way, fun fact, another fun fact. Every women's restroom I've ever been to has seat covers. I've what? never like. What fucking with- utopia are Hang you on. living in? Except, except Walmart. <laughs> Walmart doesn't have them. But, like, I don't remember seeing them in men's restrooms. Aside from, like, really swanky places. So, since coming out, I have used the restroom publicly in, like, a ton of places. There's no fucking covers. What is this little magical wonderland of seal it? Seal it? Toit? Wow. Okay. Toilet seal seat dumb. Seal it. Toit. Seal it. Toit. Seal it. The toit. new product. <laughs> it's like flex seal. The new product to, sh- to seal your holes. Okay, we're not gonna say it that way because it sounds like a sex thing. <laughs> Moving on. Your new podcast idea again. Tm. <laughs> seal it. Toit. <laughs> the podcast where we will talk about things going in holes. God. <laughs> oh god this episode is a shit show <laughs> we've been talking about bathrooms <laughs> it's bad <laughs> okay all right i'm sorry i don't remember what i was talking about but i'm probably done <laughs> there was nothing stand out about my first day which was the most standout thing about my first day that's that's good though that wasn't like that is very good you know. it also doesn't help that it was a year in Three months ago? No, oh, wow. No, wait. A year and five months ago. So I I may not be remembering everything. Yeah. But yeah, everything was smooth and easy. Awesome. Nice. Um. Cool. Well, shall <sighs> we move on to our a really a silly a thingy? Yeah, I think so. I think I've said everything I wanted to on this topic. We might come back to this in case we remember other stuff, but whatever. Point is, we're moving on to a really silly thing. We're going to talk today about something that has consumed my free time. And you might be thinking it's the World of Warcraft Battle for Azeroth expansion, which launched today. And you might be right. But I haven't even... Wait, what? <laughs> That's not what we're talking about. <laughs> I'm confused. Anyway, it's actually not that. I haven't even launched WoW today. No, uh, it's actually... Monster Hunter World, because holy fuck, my free time has been dissolved, like, devoured by this game since it came out. I haven't even, like, I probably won't even play WoW tonight, even though an expansion launched. Now, I will probably go play Monster Hunter Now you're probably wondering to yourself, hey, Athena, this is like (laughs) nine months old. What the fuck? Uh, Yeah, excuse me, it's six months, thank you very much. And that's because I play on PC, because PC is the best platform, and I don't know what you're talking about. It launched the same day on everyone, because other platforms don't exist. (laughs) I definitely am having to restart a Hunter, because I made it before coming out, and my, like, G-rank 14 Hunter is just dysphoric as fuck, and I can't change the gender and all that stuff, so I made a new one, and I'm grinding through it. (laughs) Yeah. I will say, like, so I, like, 
so obviously we're talking about the PC release. It came out, like Aaron said, six months ago on other platforms. But now you can play it on everything you own except Switch. Switch is getting its own Monster Hunter, but it's not going to get World. Um, so if you have a way, if you really, really, really want to play Monster Hunter and you only have a Switch, play whatever game is coming out on Switch this month. Um, no, otherwise, Monster Hunter World is infinite. There's better. no, like, bad Monster Hunter post-2005, so... Well, okay, so, yeah, well, so, like, I I sunk a shit ton of time into Monster Hunter. I played, I think I've played about 1,500 hours of Monster Hunter games, with most of my time devolved into Monster Hunter Freedom Unite, um, which was the last game that they came out with on PSP before they switched over to the 3DS games. Um, and... Monster Hunter World is just better. And the thing is, like, the games that came out on 3DS and the game that's coming out on Switch is, I, I think it's Monster Hunter Double Cross is, I think, what it's called. Um, but that game... All right, that's what it was called in Japan. I don't know if that's what it's called on the Switch. Um, but that one's coming out on the Switch, and it's the old style of Monster Hunter. So it doesn't have any of the big improvements that Monster oh, Hunter World has. Okay. Monster Hunter World does a ton of stuff, like taking the zones... And it used to be there was a loading screen between every zone, and so, like, a map would have, like, 12 zones in it, something like that. Uh, and then you'd, you'd chase the monster throughout the zones, and each zone was, like, an open area. You could attack monsters in and, and all that stuff. In Monster Hunter World, there's no loading screens. All the zones are interconnect interconnected. So each area of the game world, um, so, like, the Ancient Forest is the first one, then you have, like, the Wildspire Waste and all that sort of stuff. Um, those areas are interconnected. Um, and so anywhere on the ancient forest you want to go, you can get from zone one to zone 12 without a loading screen, which is huge because it drastically alters the tactics you're able to use fighting monsters. So for example, a lance charge attack can now catch up to a monster way faster because there's no loading screen. Um, so stuff like that is super nice. There's also like the scout flies are just infinitely better than paintballs. Fuck paintballs. Um, oh my God. Yeah, there's a lot of like creature comforts, like um, inventory management is way easier. There's now a button to restock your inventory from your item box, uh, which is like, this is just minor stuff that should the, have been in the game. The absolute so best thing that they've ever put into the game is an auto craft system so that yeah. you pick up an herb it's and it's so an nice. instant potion. You don't have to spend the time to go through that. Yeah. You pick up honey and that potion in your inventory is now an instant mega potion. So like, it's so, yeah. so, 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 so nice. Yeah. It, it, there's so much stuff in there. Even just the simple thing of like the weapon crafting trees are now in the game. So like it used to be if you wanted to know what a weapon leveled up into yeah. as it followed as you were in improving it, you had to go like look at a tree online. Now you Not can just, like, browse any the tree. You had to find the tree. weapon tree specifically. Don't just go look up a fur or something. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, no, you had to go find the weapons upgrade path. And now like that's just in the game when you go to forge equipment. It's there's so much minor stuff like that that I can't imagine going back to an older monster hunter because you all you 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 walk backwards in time to to when they weren't doing that stuff. And so the gameplay is the same in like they've added some new combos. So uh, there are some weapons that have can do more damage now. Um, there's weapons that have like just more interesting combos. There's no new weapons from Monster Hunter Double Cross. Um, if the last game you played like me was Monster Hunter Freedom Unite, if that's the last game you played religiously, there's a lot of new weapons. Um, uh, and there's a lot of cool stuff to play around with. Um, and like I said, they changed some combos and made some stuff 
better. Um, it feels like the game is more balanced. I, in general, feel like every weapon is viable, which wasn't true in the old games. If you played three um, U and you had the uh, <laughs> had the Kelby bow, I don't think there's a single cheese weapon like the Kelby bow where you can just spam it for like ten seconds and break every part and kill a monster. So yeah. So just overall, this is, if you have a system to play Monster Hunter World on, get it. I can't recommend it enough. It feels like a major improvement. It's, um, the nice thing is, if you are a Monster Hunter fan, the gameplay is going to feel really, really familiar. Um, I was up and going very quickly uh, and able to, like, rehone my skills um, and, and get back to the point that I used to be. So I feel like I'm being rewarded for good play. Um, if you've never played Monster Hunter before, this is the most accessible entry ever. The game explains itself really well. The mechanics are pretty straightforward. Um, and it walks you through everything. It shows you the combos you can do on a weapon. You no longer have to look those up. Um, it, it shows you the crafting list and all that stuff. There's a ton of useful stuff in the game to get you started. So if you've always been interested in Monster Hunter, which best way to describe Monster Hunter is Dark Souls, but with only boss fights. That's a pretty good way to think about it. Um, in a sense that so you, every boss will have its own movement pattern, its own weaknesses, yeah. and you have to memorize the, game the movements to really yeah. effectively beat a boss. Yeah, the game really, really rewards you for beating, like beating a boss, learning what a boss does and what its mechanics are, and and how to fight it. It teaches, it rewards you very well for knowing your weapons mechanics. Um, if you, if you are really good with your weapon and really good at the gameplay of like learning the boss and avoiding the boss and all that stuff, you can probably beat the game with minimal grinding. Um, if you're not that good, you can grind to make bosses easier. Uh, totally up to you. You can play it however you want it. Um, or you can do really good what game. I do and beat the bear off 50,000 times just cause you like it. Yeah, you might find a fight you love. So, uh, really, really phenomenal game. Lots of great stuff in it. I've been consumed by it enough that I am not playing WoW right now. So, I can't give it higher praise than that. <laughs> um, it's such a good game. That was everything I wanted to say on it. It's it's one of my favorite game series. I found it. I don't remember where I found it. I think I found it through Pro Jared way back. Like when 3U was announced, not out. And then I got it on the 3DS and I was like, this is super fun, but the circle pad thing is expensive and doesn't fit my thing. And this is stupid. So I'm going to buy it on the Wii U. And then I sunk like 600 hours into it on the Wii U alone. <laughs> and that was after yeah. its lifetime huh. was over. Like you would find a lobby with like maybe five rooms. <laughs> and, that, and that is how I played. And I love this game. And to get in on... Uh, world when it's still alive and active it's it's amazing they actually have matchmaking for hunters that doesn't suck <laughs> joining friends sucks that does suck it, it's not yeah. bad it's just hidden and i think it's that's dumb. yeah the getting getting into online play is pretty hard my recommendation if you want to get up and going with friends because you can play with up to four people in a single quest um and in my opinion monster hunter is the best co-op game you will ever play um that I can be I a agree. little hard <laughs> um so like um it can be a little hard to get into those sessions so if you want to play with friends i recommend googling it and just looking up how um like like how to start playing online because it is weird and it doesn't explain it very well it makes sense once you do it once mm -hmm. um but 
you have to do it first. So yep. uh, look that up. But other than that, great game. Super phenomenal. Highly recommended. Really good. There's a reason it's sold over 2 million copies on Steam since launch, and it launched on Thursday. <laughs> um, it's, it's fucking phenomenal. So, 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 um, so, 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 so good. So, yeah. That's a really silly thing this week. Um, also, if you don't, if you can't play Monster Hunter World for some reason, any of the Monster Hunter games is really good. They're all going to be really rewarding, really skill intensive. You can pick up some of them for dirt cheap because they're old. Um, so if if you've ever like wanted to try a series that's rewarding, that's great co-op, um, that it really gives you a sense of progression just in your own skill set. Um, Great, great game series. Really highly recommended. Agreed. Well, I think that's everything I wanted to say. Aaron, is there anything you wanted to say before we wrap this episode up? <sighs> I love our trans siblings. <laughs> I love our trans siblings, too. All right. But with that, this has been Transistor Radio, a story thus far network podcast. If you have topics you'd like us to talk about, say, please send us an email at staff at storythusfar.com with TSR or Transistor Radio in the subject line. You can also send us a tweet at our Twitter page, which is at storythusfar, or at our Facebook page, which is at facebook.com slash storythusfar. And if you're like me and can't remember anything for more than 30 seconds, you can just head to www.storythusfar.com and find everything I just mentioned and even more great content. Thanks for listening to this episode of Transistor Radio. We'll catch up with you next time, but for now, it's time for us to end the transmission. Bye. 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 Bye, bye, bye. Bye, 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 bye. Bye, bye.